Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. How's everyone doing? Happy Thursday, if it's Thursday for you. We are almost through the week, and if it was a short week for you like it was for me, in true short week fashion, this week has felt like it has gone on for forever. I am very excited for the weekend. I am looking forward to relaxing, catching up on some things that I need to catch up on, just getting my life a bit back in order. This past weekend was so much fun. Like I told you guys, I went to a cabin for Memorial Day, and it was so nice to just relax, be on the lake, go on a boat, slow down for a second. And even though now, back in reality, back to real life, it feels like it is very fast-paced again, I'm so glad that I had a second to just chill, just relax, and not in a crazy way, and not going anywhere too far just slow life down. And I think that getting back into the week after a weekend like that, it's kind of tough, which I think is why I'm also craving that so much again. I wish I could have stayed there longer. I wish I could have had more days that were slower paced. So going to try to implement that into this weekend. But before I'm able to fully relax, I gotta get through the rest of the week. We all do. So let's get into the rest of this episode. Hopefully it can be a little bit of a break for you. I am treating it as a little bit of a break for me, just getting to spend some quiet time with me, myself, and I, and of course, all of you guys. So here we go, what's hot this week? Some news within the streaming world, and a story that I feel just keeps going on and on, keeps getting new updates, so here's another one. According to HypeBay.com, Netflix begins charging an extra $7.99 per month for password sharing in the U.S. This streamer has announced it will give users two options for those using their Netflix account living outside their households to, quote, transfer a profile or, quote, buy an extra member for an additional fee of $7.99 per month. Transferring a profile means a user living outside your household will transfer to a new member they're responsible for paying. Meanwhile, buying an additional member allows you to add someone who doesn't live in your household for an additional fee of $7.99 added onto your bill. Okay, so like I said, this story has been growing since quite literally last year, 2022, and I feel like the details are still a little bit confusing. So they're saying there are two options. You can transfer a profile or buy an extra member, but transferring a profile it seems like that means that only one person is going to be able to use it at a time. So I'm guessing that every time I would want to use my Netflix account, and let's say my sister wants to use the Netflix account, we can't be using it at the same time, and we have to transfer it to one another every single time that we are using it. I think that's how this works. I'm not totally sure. But then the other option is an additional fee of $7.99 if that person doesn't live in your household and you're adding somebody onto that plan. But that is also a bit confusing. So is it $7.99 every single time a household is added on? Like I'm one household, my sister's one household, my brother's one household, my parents are one household. So do you have to add $7.99 on to that original account every single time you want somebody else not living in that household to be able to use it? That seems incredibly expensive. As you can tell, I do not know all the details here, but I wanted to bring this up because I feel like it affects a lot of people. I don't know that many people that have their own Netflix account and don't share it with somebody not living in their household. It's essentially a family account. 
So charging an extra $7.99 per month to all be able to use the same account, it's just a lot. I feel like people are going to get off the streaming platform altogether. Because I'm sure I've said this before, but paying for that, plus every single other streaming platform that you pay for, it doesn't make sense. It's just getting more and more expensive. And it feels way more worth it if you can share your password. And maybe there should be a limit to password sharing, but I feel like there already is a limit to it. So this just seems extreme. But I'm curious to know how other people are feeling about this, if they think that they're going to keep Netflix, if they're going to pay the extra $7.99, or if they're just going to get rid of it as a whole, which would be kind of a bummer because there is a lot of great content on there. But I don't know. At the end of the day, you do have to weigh the pros and cons of if it's worth it or not. And if these changes do upset people, if they upset you listening to this, remember, you do have a choice as a consumer. You get to pick what you watch, when you watch it, if you want to pay into this, if you don't want to. The option is yours. But I also do understand the struggle because I am a very big content watcher on pretty much every single platform. It's a tough one, you guys. I'm interested to see what's going to happen across the board with everyone's Netflix accounts. I guess hold on to them tight while you still have them. Next up for what's hot, some positive box office news for you. Again, according to HypeBay.com, The Little Mermaid breaks box office records. Disney's live-action The Little Mermaid film is setting box office records as the Halle Bailey-led film is the fifth-highest Memorial Day opening film in history. The PG-rated movie earned $96 million of the $118 million grossing from the three of the four-day weekend. Globally, the film has cashed in $68.3 million from 51 international markets, not yet reaching its $250 million production budget. It's a classic, Tony Chambers, Disney head of distribution shares. You ask a lot of women or men of my age, and it's The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast that rank as their favorite animated movie. It's a story that takes them back to their respective childhoods, and this movie is the perfect opportunity for a lot of people to pass that love onto the next generation. Hypebase says that the film has been so successful because of its impactful representation for all women, but black women especially. Bailey expressed this sentiment in a recent interview saying, I'm really excited for my version of the film because we've definitely changed that perspective of just her wanting to leave the ocean for a boy. It's way bigger than that. It's about herself, her purpose, her freedom, her life, and what she wants. As women, we are amazing, we are independent, we are modern. We are everything and above, and I'm glad that Disney is updating some of those themes. We love to see, quote, bright young women, sick of swimming, ready to stand. So pretty great news all around. I am very excited to see this movie. I love The Little Mermaid, and I know a lot of people feel that we don't need to keep doing live action versions of these Disney movies, and I partially agree But also, it's The Little Mermaid. It's not like I'm not going to go see this movie. You know what I mean? Even if I do just end up watching it on a streaming service, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see the things that I know and love about it. But I'm also really excited to see the new things that they've added. Halle Bailey has looked incredible in all of the press. I feel like she's perfect for this role. She looks like a princess. 
I think it's going to be great. And obviously, there's been enough hype surrounding it that people went to go see it on Memorial Day weekend, which I feel like you wouldn't always necessarily think that it's going to be a sure thing that it does well over a long weekend because a lot of people may be outside or maybe out of town or whatever it is. So for this to be the fifth highest Memorial Day opening film in history, pretty impressive. If you guys have seen it, let me know what you think. I will let you guys know my thoughts once I see it myself. That's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I have a movie to recommend. It is a comedy, a road trip comedy no less. We watched it this past weekend at the cabin and I feel like it just makes you laugh. It's pretty ridiculous. So if you're in the mood for a film like that, this is one for you. It is called Due Date. Here's your summary. Peter Hyman, played by Robert Downey Jr., will be a dad for the first time when his wife gives birth in five days. He intends to catch a flight home from Atlanta so he can be there for the delivery. But a chance encounter with aspiring actor Ethan Tremblay, played by Zach Galifianakis, throws a monkey wrench into his plans. Desperate to reach his wife before their baby is born, Peter's sanity is tested when he must take a road trip cross-country with dog-totting Ethan. Okay, now they say dog-totting Ethan because there is in fact a little dog in this movie, which in my opinion is the highlight. That dog is adorable. Other people in this film, Todd Phillips, Jamie Foxx, Michelle Monaghan, Juliette Lewis. It's a funny one, a bit mindless, I will say, but it does have some belly laughter moments. These two are quite the duo. If you're wondering what to kind of compare this type of movie to, think of The Hangover. It's kind of that sort of comedy. Again, it is called Due Date. If you're looking for something similar to what I just described, check it out for yourself. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Alright guys, and last up for what's good, your song. It's called Montana by Dea. This song, again, goes into what I was saying at the beginning of this episode about the slow down pace of life just chilling, being in open land, having something really beautiful to look at and not a lot to worry about. And now rolling right into Need to Know Basis because this song perfectly encapsulates what I'm feeling right now, which really is just the idea of slowing down the fast life. You guys know, I talk to you every week. I feel like there is always something that's upcoming, something that's going on, I'm traveling different places, I'm seeing different people, I'm doing different activities. And while it's so fun, and I feel like I talk to you guys about how fun everything is and how grateful I am to do all the things that I do, I recently have been feeling like I don't know how to incorporate both perfectly into my life. Being in this really fast-paced environment, living in the city, doing fun things all the time, but then also wanting to just relax and see grass and water and be in open spaces and feel like I'm appreciating little things more. I think it's really hard to kind of be stuck in that middle position of not knowing necessarily where you want to be or how you want to live your life. And that kind of sounds more dramatic than maybe I mean it to. But it really is the feeling of being in the city, wanting more space, longing for something like going to the cabin. But then if I have too much of that, I have too much downtime, not enough things to do, then I'm longing for the city or I'm longing for a more fast-paced lifestyle. I feel like there's always that element 
of not being completely satisfied and I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate both into my life while still, of course, having so many other obligations and things and trips to go on and all of that. I don't know. It was just something that was very top of mind for me this past weekend, obviously, because of the location that I was in. And it made me want to actively slow down the fast life. But who knows? Like I said, if I spend too much time chilling, relaxing, I'm sure I'm going to want to speed it up again. If anybody has found the perfect balance, please let me know. I think what would be great, and not necessarily now because where I am in my life and the age that I'm at, it's really fun to be in more of a happening place in the center of things like that. But maybe eventually if I move out of the city, I won't move so far out of the city so I can still have that piece of it whenever I want to. But then at the same time, potentially, I could have more of a chill setting to live in on the day to day. I don't know, guys, just some of my inner thoughts. But trust me, if you listen to the song Montana, if you watch the music video, if you see the setting, which, by the way, I feel like also has influenced me feeling like I need to slow down the fast life. So many music videos that I watch, they're romanticizing so much the little things in life, which I do feel like is a really positive thing to do sometimes, because I think those moments can be some of the happiest moments if you're with the right people in a really beautiful place. You don't have to be going 100 miles per hour. You can just be sitting, talking, relaxing, enjoying each other's company. But a music video that you guys should all watch if you want to get the sense of what I'm feeling based on the visuals, watch the music video for Something in the Orange by Zach Bryan. You guys know I love that song. It's on the playlist, but it definitely brings up some nostalgia, but also longing for some space, for some grass, for some sunsets, for some bodies of water. For simplicity. So if you guys are feeling anything similar to what I'm feeling after your long weekend, if you had one as well, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Maybe one day we'll all have certainty in what we want. Fast life, slow life, everything in between. Stay tuned to see if I ever figure that out. We will get there. Probably not today, probably not tomorrow, but maybe one day. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Slow it down, speed it up. Do whatever feels right, right now. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 